1: Hello and welcome back to that Chelsea podcast episode 8, the one where we go to the FA Cup final. I'm joined as always by Jack Davies. How are we doing fella?
2: Yeah, buzzing after yesterday mate, as I'm sure all the Chelsea fans are.
1: Yep, yep, perfect performance yesterday. <laughs> on the podcast today, we'll quickly go over that Norwich game that happened midweek last week. It was a pretty dull game so we won't spend too long on it. We'll then discuss Leicester's loss to Spurs yesterday. Thank you, thank you, Jose. And obviously, look back at yesterday's brilliant performance against Manchester United in the FA Cup semi-final before we look ahead to the remaining two league games of the season, a great chance to secure Champions League football. Right, Jack, we've got to start. Last Tuesday, we took on Norwich. Amazingly, we were still third going into it, thanks to Leicester losing at Bournemouth. And United dropping points at home to Southampton. We just had to win. We did. It wasn't pretty. It was quite dull, slow. But play, you know, certain players I thought were pretty poor, but we got the win.
2: Yeah, you can say that again. I thought we were very poor. Very poor indeed. Um, although they didn't look like scoring at all. We didn't, I don't think we really looked like scoring, even though we had all the ball, everything. Um, at the end of the day, I just was happy to get the three points at the end. Um, it's getting to that stage in the season now, you just need the points. Although my dad's even my dad said to me, well, we can't be playing like that. But I was like, dad, we just need the three points for this game. Um, luckily, put in a good performance yesterday. Um, but yeah, it was yeah one of those just take the three points onto the next one.
1: Yeah, exactly. Won't, we won't spend too long on it. It was pretty, quite tough watching at times. It was just a bit slow. There wasn't really that energy. I think, you know, that was a game that we just crying out for Mason to yeah. play in. But obviously, he was remained on the bench. We got the winner, thanks to an Olivier Giroud header. Great cross from Christian Pulisic. Yeah. Get us that goal. It came at an important time, right at the end of the first half. And then, yeah, we, we, we got the job done. There's not, we don't really need to spend too long on it. Um, okay, so moving on after that, Leicester then beat Sheffield United 2-0. So the gap over them was back down to one point. United then had uh, a bit of luck, with thanks to VAR against Crystal Palace. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> so the gap to them is also one point. Before our FA Cup semi-final yesterday, Leicester took on Spurs and agent Jose did us a solid. His Spurs team beat them 3-0. And now, again, from the last time we spoke, we were in, you know, the mood wasn't great. We thought, oh, we might have blown it here. Now got to get one win from our last two league games. And even then... A point might, a point from those two might be enough. We don't know. We're so, so close to top four, Jack.
2: Yeah, so close. Well, at least it's in our hands. That's all I say. So it's down to us just going go out there and just get the job done. Um, I think against Liverpool, based on their recent performances since come back from lockdown, I think they've only picked up seven points. So I think, I genuinely think we've got a good opportunity to try and get some points off them. On Tuesday or Wednesday, is it Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. Um, and then Wolves at home is a hard game, but again, yeah, just down to at least it's down to us. At least we're not relying on other results um, because that's that's a horrible place to be. In last weekend when we were thinking, oh no, and yeah, it was funny at the end when both of them dropped points, but I hate that. I hate that feeling of having to rely on other teams.
1: Yeah, exactly. Look, the motivation is their win at Anfield on Wednesday night and win the Champions League next season. It's as simple as that. I know there's, no, there's a short turnaround. There's only three days from that brilliant performance yesterday. Mm-hmm. But we, we're we not going to get a better chance. Leicester, you know, they, they are struggling. Yeah. They have struggled since the think They've only got their two wins in the league were Crystal Palace at home and Sheffield United at home. And, you know, we're looking at them dropping points with Watford. Who've sat their fourth manager, sat their, sorry, sat their third manager and onto their fourth manager of the season. Sack, you know, dropped points home to Brighton. They have struggled since the restart. So and their last game is Man United as well. So we're close. We are so, so yeah. close. So again, thank you, thank you, Jose. Thank you, Harry Kane, for thank you, Spurs, for basically just destroying expected goals and winning 3-0. Um don't want to give them too much praise because, you know, it's not, it's, not a great, it's not great when we're sort of wanting Spurs to, to do us a favour, but they did. So thank you for that. And obviously, that raised the mood going into the semi-final yesterday. You know, we kind of knew, well, we're still going to be in the top four after the next round of matches anyway at worst. Okay. Went into the semi-final against Manchester United. Team news came in. We had three at the back. I was happy with that. I was very, in general, I was very happy with that team. Caballero in goal didn't really make a difference because he didn't really have to do no. anything. No. <laughs> but yeah, but Jack just quit. Force team selection with Frank spot on.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was very happy with that. Um, thought yeah, playing the three at the back to counter you know, Even though they didn't, all three didn't start, but to counter United's attacking threat. Um, I thought that was the best way forward, hundred percent. Probably a good idea to give Pulisic a rest as well. He's played a lot of football, um, and that means he'll be fresh for Wednesday against Liverpool. So that's a good sign. Um, Yeah, was I was very happy with the team. Good Giroud was starting up front again.
1: Yeah, 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 no, exactly. Frank said, you know, Pulisic, you know, might it it would have been a risk to start him. That's why he was, was on the bench. Obviously, yeah. the lineup we saw, it was a free, you saw that 3 4, free or whatever. Kovacic and Jorginho in the midfield. We saw Mason play out on the wing, which we've seen in him sort of form that role in, you know, similar games where we've used the free, free at the back. And obviously, Willian on the other wing, Olivier Giroud up top. It was a game we just controlled. It was. Remnant, like in terms of just domination of a game, again it it just is similar to Spurs away where we just dominated them. But United didn't really cause us any problems with all their attacking quality on the pitch.
2: Yeah, not really, not really anything at all. I can't really think. There was a couple of passes that Bruno played through that were good passes, but no one could get on the end of them. But other than that, I can't really think of too many opportunities given away at all. Um, it was one of those though when we were on top, dominating in the first half. Especially, I was like, "We need to score now. We need to capitalise on ha- having the domination in the game. We need to score." So that goal, literally right before half time, however many added minutes on it was like eleventh minute. Of- yeah.
1: Well, the fact that we scored <laughs> our first goal in the fifty, 50- our first goal in the fifty seventh minute, and our second goal in the forty sixth minute, kind yeah. of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're talking about that first goal comes as Pulaqueta sort of playing as the right centre back sort of overlaps, gets a, puts a cross in Olivier Giroud gets in front of Lindelof, I believe. Yeah, pokes it past De Gea. Look, you can argue if De Gea does better, but that's what Olivier Giroud's great at yeah. getting in front of someone, cool. getting cool. a flick yeah. on. And we yeah, get a half time one up.
2: He was he was unreal yesterday, honestly, top notch. Oh, what I loved as well, I was saying with my dad watching we were dominating playing the ball around at the back making it look easy but at the same time when we needed to just launch it long and more often than not he was there gave gave Harry Maguire had he had a tough game I thought against Giroud yesterday um Giroud was just there able to hold it up bring other players into into the game and yeah I thought he was class. As well, I can't really fault anyone, to be fair. Everyone was quality. Everyone knew their jobs yesterday. The pressing, the desire to want to get up the pitch, put pressure on them, make them make, make mistakes. It was, yeah, it was definitely, for me, it was our best performance of the season,
1: 100%. Yeah, what a time to have it in an FA Cup semi-final. Obviously, we're at heart. We go into half time one nil up. The second half's a dream start, and we you just talked about the pressing there. It comes from that we force United into a mistake. Brandon Williams plays an awful ball back in field. Mason intercepts, and he just he drives. I mean, he takes a shot, and oh, look, De Gea De Gea needs to save it. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Your goalkeeper sure. needs to save that. But that but that goal doesn't happen if Mason doesn't. And if the team doesn't put pressure on them and they don't press as a unit and if Mason doesn't take the shot. But that was a dream start to the second half.
2: Exactly. And then from there on in, we looked very comfortable. Um, Get the third one before we finished it off. Don't know what Callum was doing giving that penalty away. That is one of the most silly things I've seen and i thought from for a minute. It obviously gets everyone thinking for a few minutes, oh, no, last like 10 minutes, oh, what's going to happen now? But we held on fine. And that's a cup final. That could possibly be possibly be a top four finish and and a potential trophy in Frank's first season, which I think would be absolutely quality first season if we can pull those both off.
1: Yeah, obviously we go 3-0 up again. Again, it's a brilliant ball in... Marcus Alonso. At first, I thought, "Oh, Rud- Rudiger scored. That's going to go down well on mm. on all the Chelsea social media platforms." Turns out, it was a Harry Maguire own goal, which was actually, I think, you know, also went down delightfully well, given the <laughs> next, given the history Harry Maguire has had with Chelsea this season. We're three 0 up. Confidence was just flowing, man. Honestly, like at the end, we we could have put four or five past them. Honestly, it was just so good from us. Yeah.
2: That's what Frank said as well in his interview. He said could have had more goals. And when you're saying that against a big team like United, you know you've had a good day.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Obviously, we mentioned Callum gives away the penalty there. To me, it just seems like he was just trying too hard. It, it sort of seems like he's been coming on recently. He's just been trying a bit too hard, just really trying to make that impression to get the opportunity yeah. And you could just yeah. sense it coming because he had like I think he had at least one nibble at him in the box before he actually yeah yeah it down as well. And you're just like oh Callum man,
2: yeah I I don't know what he was doing there, but maybe it's just inexperience um, or like yeah. you say just try, trying to impress. It's hard it is hard for him coming on for only like 10, 15 minutes to make an impact straight away. Um, but he had a good chance to be fair when him and Tammy. Oh, yeah. from, uh, way up the up the right side. That was that was decent, to be fair.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. No, it was good. And I have to say, like we've been sort of, you know, can be fairly critical of Tammy's recent performances again. But again, I thought yesterday he came on. You know, he didn't really have an that big of an opportunity to impress, but he worked hard, and then obviously yeah. he say, created that chance 100%. for Callum at the end.
2: Hundred percent. I was thinking he'd be spurred on as well from seeing Giroud. I know Giroud's not the most mobile bloke, is he? But honestly, the amount of times yesterday, De Gea or one of the two centre-backs picked it up, he was sprinting at them. And I saw it countless times yesterday. And then when Tammy came on, he was doing the exact same thing. And that's good to see from the players coming off the bench, having the same desire. It shows, shows Frank's doing something right in the dressing room. Um, to keep all those all those egos and personalities uh, right behind him sort of thing.
1: Yeah. Again, I just want to quickly talk on that midfield. That midfield two of Kovacic and Jorginho, I thought they were superb. I yeah. thought Jorginho against Norwich, to be honest, stunk the place out and was honestly one of the worst players on the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, he was on, I honestly thought he was dreadful against Norwich and Kovacic was probably one of the few bright sparks against Norwich, you know, trying mm-hmm. to break the lines and... Yeah. With his passing. But again, yesterday, those two against Manchester United were superb.
2: Quality, yeah. So so aggressive as well, particularly um Jorginho into every tackle onto people straight away. Gave Bruno a kick quite early on. And I was like, Yeah, we like that. Come on.
1: <laughs> oh, one of one of my favorite yeah. moments yesterday was when Kovacic like because he took he took out Bruno a couple of times. But the second time, like, he doesn't even... He barely touches him. And then you see, like, Bruno's delayed reaction, like, a few seconds later, just going down. He's you just going, ah, oh, this is, this is what like, we could have put up with.
2: He does like uh, throwing himself to the ground, that bloke. Um, but, yeah, both of them... Oz, Kovacic was running their midfield riot, honestly. I think he's... I, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves sometimes. He's honestly unreal. Been our best player this season, for me, 100%. Um yeah. Just still buzzing from yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The big smile on your face says the story. Yeah, again, look, Kovacic was brilliant. The amount of time he just broke, just broke the lines, he just glides past players. Yeah. Just so effortless. Look, again, being picky again a couple of times his final ball wasn't great. And he he'll know he's got to work on that. It's it's abundantly clear that what that final third is an area he needs to yeah. improve on, you know, because the goals and assists tell the tale there, really. Yeah. But Mm-hmm. it's super, honestly, him and Jorginho in that midfield too, bear in mind we've, you know, sort of struggled without Kante in recent sort of weeks, you know, trying to be defensively solid, just su- just superb, and again, I want to give some praise for the back, that back line today, Tony Rudiger Kurt Zuma, solid man they, yeah. they, it's a partnership that works
0: mm-hmm.
1: That's we've seen it. it in recent weeks, but when those two play together we seem to we defend quite well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, very happy with that. And I think for those last few last two league games at least, I think that's we've got to use that same formation as well as it's worked yesterday. I think take that forward and see if they can perform again through that formation.
1: Yep. Yeah. Again, just before we I guess close off on sort of round play, I just wanna give again word word for Reese James, you know We've, yeah. we've documented on the podcast mm-hmm. recently how he he struggled since yeah the restart putting quite a few average performances when he came off the bench against Norwich for the last 10 15 minutes or whatever on Tuesday on Tuesday night he was lively putting a couple of dangerous balls and then again yes, yesterday felt look hopefully a real coming of age performance from Reece because as well as how good he was going forward attacking wise he was solid defensively very, yeah not very solid
2: yeah, I mean, he's been getting a bit of stick recently, 100%, um, and stood up on the big stage. Um, I saw a few stats about him against United. 45 passes, 96% pass accuracy, three successful dribbles, two out of two accurate long balls, two tackles, one, four interceptions, one clearance. Um, yeah. yeah, so defensively was class and going forward think just having that, that overload from the sort of right and left centre-backs picking the ball up and then the wing-backs wing can really push on. Um, I noticed that quite a few times yesterday, having that overload on the wings was very beneficial. And then he put in a few decent crosses yesterday. There was one straight across the face of goal. I was like, how has no one just gotten the end of that? Um, but yeah, he was very impressive.
1: Yep, ne- nearly got a goal as well Obviously his, his head yeah. is sort of saved by De Gea In the lead up to that third mm-hmm. Chelsea goal yeah. So Chelsea beat Manchester United 3-1 at Wembley To set up an FA Cup Final date on the 1st of August With Arsenal Um Yep, if anyone Listened to an earlier pod we did I literally said Arsenal got no chance It's going to be Arsenal <laughs> or United V City in the final So uh yep, that went well uh, Arsenal actually, to be fair, they played very well against Man City, defended well and took their chances. So obviously we've got a tough, tough game mm-hmm. against Arsenal in the final to come. But before that, Frank's made it abundantly clear we've got two more finals to play before then. Those two games are Liverpool and Wolves. And if you, to be fair, if you'd asked me about those games before we played United yesterday, I'd have been nervous because of performances in recent games we'd struggled we'd struggle to really look like we're going to score and we'd look quite suspect defensively. Mm-hmm. How much did yesterday's performance, I know obviously it's not the league, it's the FA Cup, but how much did that ease any potential nerves about this Chelsea team getting over the line for top four? Um,
2: I, I personally, I still sound nervous about it, um, but massively for the team, I think that will give them a lot of confidence going into those last two games. Because, like I said, that definitely one of our best performances this season. I think it was our best performance, but it's definitely up there with the two Spurs games. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when you put in a shift like that from every single player, I bet the dressing room was absolutely buzzing after the game. And, yeah, like I said, they've just taken that into the next two games. And if we play like we did yesterday, then we'll have no problem whatsoever
1: yeah exactly the first task at hand is going to the newly crowned champions liverpool uh, as i said they have struggled a bit since the restart they lost to arsenal uh last week and mm. they drew it uh, drew at home to burnley i think before that they in general they've not quite looked you know the same understandable really the drop off yeah. from being champions But obviously we've played liverpool three times this season yeah the super cup lost on pens, very unlucky there. Yeah, the Game at Stamford Bridge, we lost in the league 2-1 because of two set-piece goals, and the second half we were basically all over them and really yeah. should have at least got a point. And then obviously we beat them in the FA Cup fifth round on our route to the final, with what was arguably, again, one of our better performances this season. Uh, bear in mind that all three games against Liverpool, we've given them a really good go, and we've been unlucky to not... Get more than one win from those, how confident are you that we can get some sort of result on Wednesday night?
2: yeah, like you said, we've had some good we've played well in the games against them this season, just maybe a few things haven't gone our way, not clinical enough. We've said that a lot this season, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, given their form as well, um, you would like to back us. Getting something from the game, not not saying we'll definitely go and win, but I reckon we can go and give them a good give them a good game. Hopefully, pick something up. Um, I mean, a point. I'd take a point definitely. That'd be that'd be a good result. Um, and like we said, with people like Pulisic being rested, I think it was one of those. If we were losing, I reckon he would have risked it and thrown him on. But luckily, we he didn't have have to come on yesterday. So having a player like that fresh is uh, a big positive for Wednesday. And yeah, hopefully you go and get something.
1: Yeah. Again, look, we've got two big games. We'll talk about Wolves in this episode. I'm just going to guess, stick with the three at the back for at least these last two league games.
2: Yeah, I'd say so, especially against Wolves, like you said, because uh, they play that as well. So, and try and match them up.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess, obviously, the team selection will be interesting. I imagine we'll see Christian Pulisic come back in, whether that be for Willian or Mason Mount. We shall see, yeah. because if we play three, I would imagine we'll still see Kovacic and Jorginho in the midfield too, unless N'Golo Kante is fit. We'll have to yeah. wait and see. Uh Obviously, that's one of the next two games. The other game is Wolves on the final day, there's a strong chance that, and obviously, if we don't beat uh, Liverpool on Wednesday night, that it's going to go down to the final day for Champions League mm-hmm. qualification. Wolves can't qualify for the Champions League, but obviously they're still in the hunt for the Europa League places. Uh, they're a solid team. They're, they're a good defensive they're solid state. They're well-organised. Attacking-wise, they're a threat. We know they're threats, but perhaps... Given the performance, you know, against a, a team like Manchester United, we managed to contain them. We can we can do the same against Wolves, I think.
2: Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. have to wait and see. Um, it, at the end of the day, it is two very difficult last fixtures, um, but we should be going in with great confidence from yesterday. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know I don't know what else to say.
1: Yeah, yeah it's it's quite tough, obviously, because also, but look, we the situation is if we get a point against uh, at Liverpool, then Leicester need to beat Manchester United in the last game of the season. If we lose, if we say if we only get one, if we don't get any points from our next two league games then Leicester only need a point against Man United. The point is Leicester need a result against Manchester United yeah. on that final day, which will obviously can help us, but also will probably play into Manchester United hands as well. We'd look, we've said we don't want to be relying on others, you know, to get us over the line. And ultimately, I would be disappointed if we didn't win one of our last two games. But fingers crossed, we get yeah, over I mean, the line. Are it. Oh, yeah.
2: It sounds bad to say that, like, our season's coming down to just three games, but it it really is sort of thing. Is if we come out of these three games and we don't get top four and we haven't won a trophy, uh, the season's going to be looked on very differently. I think. Yeah,
1: exactly. Look, and we we you know we said you know at the start of the season you'd offered us being in third with two games to go, being in an FA Cup final. Being in the round of 16 of the Champions League, obviously, you know, that's going to be very tough to to overcome. But we'd have been your hand off for that, wouldn't we? It's been, the team has surprised us. We've, you know, surpassed our expectations, a lot of people's expectations. But obviously, when you get this close, Mm. you've been in that position for so long, you want to get over the line.
2: You want to just go and get the job done. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I say one thing that's given me confidence. Again, I was listening to Brendan Rodgers post-match and he said Leicester have achieved their targets for the season of qualifying for European football. Bear in mind that they were 14 points clear, I think, of Manchester United at one point. That uh, to me says a lot about that mentality at Leicester. i uh, not not, you know, they've had a fantastic season, but the fact that, you know, it's not a sense of like what could have been, or we're not like feeling regret surprises me. And again, just fills me with confidence that they won't get the points required to overtake us. Yeah. So we'll wait and see. It's going to be a nervy week. (laughs) It was was a nervy week from Sheffield United leading up to yesterday, and it was a good week on the whole. It was a good week on the whole. Destiny is in our own hands, which is, again, if you said that after losing to Sheffield United in the manner, which we played, you'd have laughed. Mm Mm-hmm. The job is simple. Three points from the next two games guarantees Champions League football at Stamford Bridge next season. And this could still be a very, very special season and one that we will talk about for a long time. And also one that could be really, really crucial in the development of this team because we've seen a lot of big performances this season. You know, we look at who, you know, the team of Frank, Frank, they've gone to Ajax and won. They've beaten the Spurs team twice. They've beaten Everton, you know, under Angelotti. They've beaten, you now have beaten United. They've beaten City under Guardiola. They've beaten Liverpool under Klopp. They've gone to the Emirates and won. There has been a lot of big, big performances this season. So just talking about how big do you think, obviously, top four and winning the FA Cup would be for this team's development and Frank's, like, development and this whole project as a whole?
2: Yeah, it'd be massive. Top four is vital for us if we want to go and get to that next level. You need to be playing Champions League football at a club like Chelsea. Um, And especially with new signings coming in, uh, not just like who we've already signed, but potential other signings. They want to be able to come to a club with Champions League football. Um, And for the experience for the youngsters to... Have gone a season and and got top four and a potential trophy. Um, it's it's huge, it's huge. Um, and yeah, hopefully it's just a stepping stone to us trying to get back to where we should be. Challenging for challenging for titles, uh, challenging for league titles, challenging in Europe, and then yeah. Just going and winning trophies. I mean, and to have the opportunity to potentially win a trophy this season, in in Frank Lampard's first season, is yeah, very special. So, hope. I mean, I don't like playing Arsenal. We've had a lot of finals against them in
1: recent years. Yeah, Arsenal's FA Cup final record against us, I believe, is played two, one, two. So yeah. third time's a charm. Eh? hopefully.
2: Hopefully, yeah. Um,
1: but yeah. Right then. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the latest episode of That Chelsea Podcast. A quick reminder, if you're on Twitter, you can follow us at That Chelsea Pod on Instagram, at That Chelsea Podcast. We will next see you after the conclusion of the Premier League when we played Liverpool and Wolves, where we'll know if we're in the Champions League next season. Until the next episode, everybody, keep a blue flag flying high.
0: 18 plus.